young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. We all know what happened yesterday. Pretty tough loss. Um, I know that BU was kind of homering. You had you was hoping that Auburn was able to pull it out. I, you actually felt good about Auburn's chances leading up to that game just because of Arkansas's issues uh, on their team as it pertains to their defense. Uh, you felt like Auburn had an opportunity there. Uh, you were there covering the game. Just your initial thoughts in terms of what you saw, what you observed. Take it away. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we not good. And there that. you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I saw that firsthand right there watching us miss tackles repeatedly um, and not execute plays pretty – I think the, the, the most – disappointing thing for me is and I heard you guys talking on the post game is that we didn't turn the ball over and have a bunch of crazy penalties that shut drives down and we still got housed we got absolutely handled and we didn't have a bunch of self-inflicted penalties and turnovers that's usually been the thing that you go man if we could clean it up it was cleaner yeah and it was a clean like ass whooping like i just don't there's no way to like pussyfoot around that like we just got handled on the field and it was mostly just like a couple of big plays on defense where a guy breaks it and then he's off to the races it was just like yo what is going on or a missed tackle here and then it's 20 yards later i it's just crazy man it's crazy how how bad a team we looked. Um, it, it you know this is something that of course you hope during a bye week you come out here and you find a way to win this game or I mean at the least compete to where it's like oh you got a shot at winning it close to the end or something. but it, we didn't look good in any facet of the game. I sat here in this booth and watched Chapman shank a punt absolutely shanked it for no reason whatsoever i was just like what just happened one of the most reliable people on it's it's just like it's in, it's infectious mm. it's infectious the poor play is infectious based on what you observed on the sideline watching maybe you were able to observe some players what was the body language looking like uh because it's obvious people is asking do we think some players have mentally checked out I mean, I think some play. I, it's it's inevitable that you're going to have like it's a there's it's a big roster of people. There are going to be some people who have checked out who are just like, yo, I'm over this. 
This is the thing we have to realize about a lot of these guys, and I talked about this a little bit. I don't remember where they're I, – I talk so much about Auburn football. I can't remember whether it's on camera, off camera. But just about the mentality, a lot of these guys are not used to losing, man. They're not used to losing, right. and they're not used to not being the guy on a team. Right. Wherever they came from in high school, they were the best player or one of the best players on that team. They were on teams that were winning because they had the talent, right? They're not used to coming to situations with other talented players and losing. Like, that's a harsh reality, especially if you're a young player, to wake up to and be like, yo, why are we losing games? I know we're talented. I've seen this guy run really fast in practice, and I've seen this guy have good catches and good throw. Like, why are we losing? And you have to understand that this league requires a little bit more of you than what you're normal. You can't just wake up and be athletic and win. And that's the reality I think when I hear the players talk in post game and I hear Coach Harson talk in the post game, that's the reality some people just haven't woken up to is that it takes a little bit more effort in preparation going up to the game to get to a place where you can consistently be great on game day. And I don't think all of our players got there yet. I think they they still thought, I'm that dude. I'ma just, I'ma go out here and I'm gonna put on and it's like. It's a lot of dudes on the other side of that football, too. And they're not just laying down because they've had a bad season. Right. You have to get up and play. I watched Texas A&M fight like hell. And they've been objectively bad all season. Mm -hmm. But they are still out there fighting in games. They're still lost. (laughs) They're still not a good football team, but I saw fight in them. And that's the thing I think that disappointed me the most with some of our players, there's some of our players who fought absolutely to the end of that game. Sure. People can say whatever they want to about Robbie Ashford, and his body language sucked a lot of the game. But he was still out there playing ball every single time he stepped on the field. Jarquez Hunter probably is the most committed football player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, That man goes 100 miles per hour in Thanks. every single facet of the game every time he checks in. I love everything about Jarquez Hunter and the way he approaches football. You can tell Derek Hall is dying slowly on the inside because I don't know that there is a player who loves Auburn more than him on this team and is absolutely getting eaten away at seeing the product that's being placed out there on the field. Uh, You know, you can see him on the sidelines trying his best to like, get guys focused and like, hey, look, man, this game's not over. And it's just, it's not setting in with some people, man. And um, yeah, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. I I fear that that game might have broken the spirits of the team. I fear that. I don't know that that's going to be the case. Maybe they wake up and, you know, they they hear people talking about them again and it it reignites something. Um, You know, our guy Marquise Burks, he was frustrated, bro. He was out there giving it his—he was frustrated on the sidelines during this game. So, yeah, I I don't know if they've checked out mentally. I think some people are just—I think when you see a guy next to you who's not giving max effort, it makes it hard for you to continue to give max effort. And it's like, I can't make up for it for you and me. So, I don't know, man. It's difficult. Uh, Misa AT Alien, appreciate you for the super chat. Uh, she says, War Eagle on my drive back from Pennsylvania today heard Blacker be talking about a player's parent telling him 
Harson tried to burn the red shirt of a player in the last minute of the game yesterday. What are your thoughts on that? He tried to burn someone's red shirt. I mean, so I, so allegedly, I guess the player was on the way to red shirting, and Harson called him into the game for for garbage time. Hmm. Huh? Was it? Is it like a known that the player wanted to red shirt? I guess that's what the that's that's what the assumption is. If uh, that's true, the then that's that's terrible. Like, there's yeah. really no reason to burn you a person's red shirt. Yeah. 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 Now, if he just happened to have only played four games so far and there's been no discussion about a red shirt, then I don't I don't have a problem with that. If you've said, hey, coach, I'm well, maybe because if he had actually said that, then he would have been told, if you don't want to help, then go ahead and jump in the portal. So if he was still there dressed on game day, then he probably hadn't communicated, hey, I'm about to red shirt, so I'm good. So it, it sounds like a communication issue and an issue that uh, will probably be resolved uh, fairly soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Joe Kyle asks, what did they see that we did not see last summer? Hmm. I don't think anybody goes into an offseason uh, or coming into a new season and thinks, yeah, man, we suck. Might be an awful season. We've got, there are talented players on this team. And I don't know how any athlete suits up without thinking they are about to be great. Athletes who are in college, especially you in D1, you're in the SEC, they have been great probably from like Pee Wee League. They have been the best player on the field, at least through high school, a lot of them. Best player on, on their side of the ball, at least. And so they get into college. They're not, like I said, they're not used to losing. They have confidence in themselves. They're putting themselves through the paces and and something we hear from, we heard from Robbie, we hear from Brian Harson a lot in these press conferences is the hard work that goes into preparation between the offseason and and during the week. They have not put it together at all, but they're still putting so much, they're investing so much into it. So you're not pushing yourself and and hurting and and throwing up to think, yeah, (laughs) put myself through all this so I can be terrible this year. Like, that's not what they're thinking. All that effort is still there. Jarquez Hunter still did all the work, man. We saw, I saw Tank, Tank worked out more this summer than I've worked out in, in 10 years. The work is there. Now, they haven't been put in a position to win. And also, we're lacking in very critical positions. But those critical positions are enough to tank the product of the team. It just is. So where they're left is... You hope that the coach has a plan or a way to maximize those shortcomings to make them better. And if he doesn't, you're you're screwed. And he hasn't. So they're screwed. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Walt says, at some point, can we discuss the Kiffin post-game interview and him calling out Texas A&M or A&M player, an A&M player for faking an injury? Did you guys see that? I didn't watch his post game interview, so I, I don't. I didn't either. I saw him saying it kind of at the player on the field, which is kind of wild that a coach was calling up <laughs> a coach is like talking at a player in a negative tone in a negative way. I mean, I remember what's his name, McElwain, kind of chastising his own player on the sideline a few years back, but he used some cuss words, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, that's terrible!" It's words is I, I don't think words from a, play, a coach to a player. Especially after he did something bad, like he fumbled or was was way offside or something weird like that. 
I'm, I don't know how Lane got away with that yesterday. Like he came off the sideline during the review to say, why, why don't you go ahead and sit down and fake another injury? B-I-T-C-H? Like, whoa, Lane, like you can't just talk to folks' kids like that. What you doing? <laughs> but, I mean, listen, man, apparently when you when you are one of the big names, one of the, the known faces, and you give really good interviews and you're winning, you can get away with stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, let's let's kind of talk about the game. Um, I know that's that's something that we kind of don't want to do, but let's talk about the game. Let's start with special teams or not so special teams. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> oh, but we are. All oh, right. Yes. No punt returns, although in the punt return game, we had a punt instead of being fielded close to midfield, uh it was allowed to bounce deep into our own territory from when, and actually we would have been set up with good field position because Arkansas was punting deep from their own territory. It ended up being an incredibly long punt, which flipped the field entirely. We we did end up scoring off of that, but still. Uh, no kick return attempts. Um, five punts. Of course, there was a shank that was mentioned by Ike uh, on the part of Chapman. Very uncharacteristic of him. Carlson went two for four of kicking field goals, did have a free kick out of bounds, mm. and a failed attempt at uh, an onside kick. That pretty much described special teams' effort on yesterday. It was just bad. I don't know what else Ike and B can add to that other than it stunk. To the yeah. high heavens. But anything else, gentlemen? Um, you know, I asked Coach Harson about the, the kicking duties and whether or not they're going to consider some changes because it's just not been good. And he said, yeah, we're going to have to look at that. But it's like, man, like, you ain't seen it yet, bro. Like, I'm just like, what? Who needs to see something to make some changes is all I want to know. Is like, what y'all looking at, man? Right. It's it's almost as if we have this loyalty to guys and it's like, man, I believe in you. You can pull. It's, it's, I think I'm going I'm to like psychoanalyze some things. It's almost mm-hmm. as if mm-hmm. the coaches have been hoping someone gives them continued chances after they screw up. And they're like, you know, what? I'm going to give you the chance. Nobody ever gave me. I see you struggling right now, but I'm going to give you another shot. Cause I, I believe in you. I don't believe, cuz. I don't believe it. I don't believe, cuz. I don't believe. It. <laughs> there's, there's literally no evidence that is moving in the right direction. I watch them warm up doing kicks, and I'm like, this dude don't look like he got it, man. I, I, so like. Is it just when people are watching you in the stadium that you because because you can't be doing what I'm seeing during warmups and the game in practice and people being like, yeah. Or are the other people really just that bad? Like, are we just thinking McPherson is the truth just because people heard he kicked this long field goal in high school? Well, that's what I was going to ask you, Ike. Uh, Did you see other guys kicking pregame? Yeah. How did they look? I ain't gonna lie. It was the field goals I saw. I was like, okay. Now they they look like. So here's the thing. Um, 
I don't, man. It, I just, I don't. It just, we, we didn't look like a good football team, bro. It just didn't look. I, there was nobody who I was watching kick and say to myself, "Why isn't this person kicking?" But I could tell you one person who I was looking at and said, "I don't know why this person is kicking." The other ones just kind of looked okay. One of them looked bad. Mm. Mm. Okay. So again, I don't know. I don't know. In the other phases of the game, are you shocked that this is what it's come to in terms of our punt return game? Because it seems like after after the muffed punt at Georgia, that has been non-existent. Early in yeah. the season, there was flashes of Keontae Scott taking chances. It looks yeah. like we all felt like this dude is going to break one this year, given him taking the opportunity to just take some chances. Now he seems timid, and they took him out a punt return at one point in the game. Oh, no, he never came back. After the kick that went over his head yesterday, Keontae Scott wasn't back there at all anymore. He actually didn't start as the punt returner. We had um, uh, DeZalen Warsham starting as mm-hmm. the punt returner. Keontae Scott came in for that punt. That one went over his head. Oh. DeZalen Warsham was doing the punt return duties for the Moving remainder Moving forward. Yeah. Mm. So it's— But see, that—okay, that, that okay, so, so that right there, again, begs the question— if we can say uh, Keontae Scott muffed this punt, let's get somebody else on punt duty. Keontae Scott let this punt go over his head. Let's get somebody else on punt duty. Why can't we do that with kickoffs? Right. You're willing to bench this guy for not fielding punts properly, but not this other guy for not. I don't understand that. And again, I have to question whose decision is that to make? Whose decision was it to say, nah, he's not returning punts no more? Because it's just, it's got to be the same special teams coach, right? Same coach. You didn't want Keontae Scott returning punts anymore because he made a mistake, but you're letting Anders Carlson two games in a row now kick off out of bounds. Twice in this game, if we count the onside kick, that was abysmal. It was an awful onside kick attempt. Right. right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, it was two. It was two. So we've already told him, hey, we're kicking onside again. So... He kicked, the, he kicked one deep that went out of bounds. Two games in a row. Onside a kick temp. Terrible. I don't understand why the same special teams coach isn't seeing that and saying somebody else need to kick the ball off. Why? Why? That doesn't make sense to me. Field goal kicking has not looked good. Missed one, got one blocked. Now, I understand one of them was long and the trajectory and blah, blah. It ain't, that ain't new, though. We know that long kicks require both height and length. So getting it blocked just because it wasn't a 63-yard field goal that he kicked. It's like a 51. Right. Right. So why is no one saying, hey, man. I know you've been here for a while. You don't have it right now. We're going to give somebody else a shot at this. I don't understand that. Again, I, this, this seems like I'm just like piling on Anders, but we're talking about special teams right now. And then I, I said it inexplicably, I don't know what happened with the shank on the punt. Now, he came back and kicked some marvelous punts later, but the shank on that one punt, I was just like, what are we, what, why, why does everything have to be bad? Right. 
everything. Right. <sighs> and the reason why we're it seems like we're piling on Carlson is because he's the only person who and, seems hands off. And, and here's teams. the thing. <laughs> he was objectively bad before he got hurt. Right. 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 And like I know pe- people like want to talk about the injury. The injury. So if you were like just okay before your injury and you've come back worse since it, it's time to like move on to somebody else. Yeah. Lisa Wise says also the first missed field goal totally shifted momentum. We get a big turnover on their opening drive and no points. Yeah, we will definitely talk about that when we get to offense. We're gonna right? we're gonna talk about offense. We're gonna talk about offense. We will for definitely sure. talk about that. We're gonna talk yes, about offense. I agree, Lisa, one hundred percent. That that was demoralizing to number one to even have to kick a field goal in that position, but to get no points out of it when we missed a field goal, it was just like like it was an early game, so people were like really late getting into the stadium. The first thing that happened was amazing. The very first play of the game, you get a sack and you get this, uh, you know, good momentum. And then nothing like you just come up empty and it's just like, yo, what? What? What are we doing? 